Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this dot com to talk turkey. Hey Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. It's Friday and we're remote. Oh, we're still remote, Revsity Duda. We're still remote. It's just constantly remote. We may as well move to the country. And start a commune. Start a commune. Or, you know, you could move to bloody beach, rural, wherever, and I can move into the rainforest and we still have a podcast. How very 2022 of us. How was your ISO? Look, I'm not going to lie. Today's my first day of freedom and I could not be happier to not see my children today. Yeah. Because we're still testing positive. See, this is where it gets confusing. Very grey. Yes. Your isolation period is seven days and then technically you have like three months to get COVID and not need to isolate or to share a house with someone with COVID and not need to isolate. And while my children are out in the world, they've gone to the park with the nanny. Yeah. They're unable to attend daycare because they're still testing positive. It's all very confusing. So I'm like, how long is that going to go on for? I don't know. The rules change all the time. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Now you've done a full on seven day ISO with COVID. Yeah. Welcome to the club, the worst club in the world. Worst club. Any top tips? (laughs) What would you say is your number one tip for someone who hasn't done it yet? Okay. This is really cheesy, but like you got to reframe your mindset. I can't believe I'm saying this. No, I get it. I feel this. Yes. I had to reframe my mindset at one point because look, day one and day two were just dire, right? Like seven days feels like a fucking eternity. Even though we've done longer, it's more the fact that other people are living their lives normally. You know, before when (laughs) it was like, we're all in lockdown together in lockdown 1.0, where it was all novel and baking banana bread and sourdough starter kits and all that stuff. But this time when you have COVID, you have a real awareness of, oh no, it's just me and my little family locked in a house. So my mindset reframe came in the form of, of, I'm really grateful for this time we get oh. to spend together as a family. No, I said it was going to be well cheesy. <laughs> no, I had to. I had to start looking at it as an opportunity to spend quality time with my kids. And I actually realize that, you know, through the rat race of life and being on the hamster wheel of work, that I'm constantly just shuffling my kids around to daycare, to activities, the weekend, go to a kid's party. And when time sort of pauses whilst you're in a fourth isolation window I realized that oh it's actually really beautiful hanging out with my kids and the simplicity of it look I'm not gonna say it was all fucking roses it definitely wasn't there 
were times where I was like, get in the bin. I think at one point I lift the trash can. And I was like, you, hop in. Like, I'm taking you out with the rubbish. I'm yeah. done. But yeah, I had to force myself to reframe the whole thing into a quality time with my family vibes. Well, I'm proud of you. That's very evolved. Oh, God. I hate well myself. Done. Well done. I have not yet, after six lockdowns, been able to reframe it to a positive. So I'll try and learn from you. I'm trying to think real practical tips. Yeah. Mine is say yes to everything. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a solid tip. You passed that on to me and it was yep. like, you want fucking tiny teddies for breakfast? Go for it. Yep. You want to watch 14 it. million hours of TV? Knock yourself out. Yeah. Interestingly, I found that my kids had a two-day expiration on TV. Which totally. kind of blew my mind. They spent the first two days literally glued to the television. And then on day three, they were like, nah, fuck that. I've had enough of that. Yeah, they self-regulate with yes. screen time. It's weird. Yes. Yeah. They potted about and did their own thing. And I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. This is an interesting yeah. experiment. You think they're going to like shake the door and become animals, but actually they do just like us acclimatize at some point. Mm. I would say my top tip is the minute that you test positive or someone in your household test positive, jump online, do a big fuck off and die Woolies order. And yeah. not your normal Woolies order. Like a I'm talking one. ice cream, chips, yeah. twisties, all the fun, good, naughty shit that you never allow yourself. Lean in and jump on Kmart or Big W, craft. Woo. And then your future self will thank your day one of COVID positive self for being that fucking organized. Yes, I knew the craft would help. The craft always helps with the little kids. Yeah, Revs helped me big time. She dropped off two big batches of craft. Although Revs. Bit of a bone to pick, if I may. Okay, I knew this was coming. (laughs) What I've learned since I'm now a craft mom (laughs) is there's two types of craft. There's instructional craft Uh or what you gave me, which is like free craft. Yeah, free play. Yeah, not into it. Ah, why? You need rules. You need to win at craft. No, I don't need to win at craft. I needed a framework and step-by-step guidance on what to do because my brain and my body were fried from COVID. The last thing I wanted to do was like tap into my higher creative self. I'm so sorry I dropped (laughs) off giant buckets of craft for you and I, so what a bitch. I really should have thought this through. Sussles, was that me coming across as ungrateful? Goodness gracious. How dare I? The free craft is better because you don't have to man it. You don't have to supervise. No, I let her go. I feel like this is the difference between the kids in our age groups. Mm-hmm. Rafa's three, turning four. Yeah. Iggy, it was like, no, get your hands off the crop. Oh, God, don't upend a whole basket full of eyeballs. You know, like, he was just a nightmare. Googly eyes. <laughs> yeah, googly eyes. <laughs> Rafa, on the other hand, was like, you know, can I have some glue and what do I do? And I was like, I don't know, make a jungle. And she did, but she still needs my full supervision. Like, I have to well, sit so there with sorry. her. I'm so sorry. Next time I'll send something better yeah do (laughs) do better revs no we're very grateful for your box of craft (laughs) now it's an unusual friday today because it's a bestie hotline but i suppose we're almost treating it like a bit of an episode do you want to explain to the dls why yeah it's a good friday and look we've been off because jen was fucking crook she really went down with the vid and you know what you can't push through sometimes you especially can't when you've got very small children at home so I made the executive decision we were not recording last week, but we wanted to come back to you guys. Know you're on a long weekend at home with the fam bams and maybe you've stolen an hour to go for a walk and you need some you time. But we do have someone who's called the Bestie Hotline. Oh, bring, bring. Let's check out the Bestie Hotline and turn a DL's dilemma 
into Delemonade. Hey Jim, hey Revs. You know what I don't have time for? Booby prizes in Easter show bags. I was at the Easter show the other day with my kids looking at the show bags thinking I'd get myself a little something. And what's in the Women's Weekly show bag? A couple of magazines and oh, but of course, laundry powder and dishwashing tablets. That's exactly what I want in my $20 show bag. How lucky. All I can say is thank God for Birdie Beetle. Okay, I gotta jump right in right from the head. What the fuck is Birdie Beetle? What do you mean? I know not who are they you are. Australian? Like, not technically. Okay, well, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so, Birdie Beetle is an iconic chocolate from yeah. elder millennials' childhood. Okay. Probably Gen Z a little more. Wait, what was one before us? Gen Y? Gen Z? Yep. People in their 40s <laughs> will know the birdie beetle. It's the size of a Freddo frog. If you're not yep. from Australia, it's... <laughs> what size is that, Gem? Like a size of a soap bar. It's a bit smaller. But yeah, a small hotel right. soap bar. Let's get detailed. <laughs> no, it's bigger than a hotel soap bar. A Freddo frog? They're tiny. Soap bars are tiny. Anyway. <laughs> soap bars are like the size of wrapped butter cubes. Oh <laughs> it's a small chocolate bar that would fit in the palm of your hand. There we go. Individually wrapped. It's got some kind of crunch through it. I want to say oh, yeah. it's, it's not a nut, but it's something. Maybe it's a nut. It's a crunch. There's a crunch going through it. But that's what it is. It's essentially just a little Freddo with a crunch in it. A particular kind of chocolate. It got discontinued, so it's not in stores ever anymore. And they roll it out just for the Easter show. That is so weird. So it's extinct everywhere else. Yes. It's like the two-up of chocolate. You know, you don't what get it. It's banned. It's up? done. Oh, okay. What so, the so, fuck so. is <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm coming across as really un-Australian right now. And forgive me, I'm blaming it on the fucking Rona. Okay. Okay, I'm blaming it on the Rona. My brain is foggy. Yes, if I know what two-up is. you can Google two-up. It's a game we play only on Anzac Day because it's illegal every other day. But anyway... It's a chocolate that was discontinued that you can only get in your Easter show bag. And it was like a real staple. It was almost in every Easter show bag when we were kids. So it's like a thing you associate with the Easter show. Rebs, I think it's really important that you share a definition of what an Easter bag is for our overseas DLs. Yeah, so I think it's called a loot bag in the US. We call it a show bag. And it's like a big plastic bag. Full of shit from China that you pay way too much money to take home, but the kids feel like they're getting like a sack of toys and gifts and fun stuff, but really it's just landfill that you pay like 40 bucks for. Did I sell it? You did, you did. And the price ranges from $5 a show bag all the way up to $50. Yeah, and like all the brands do a show bag. There's a Cadbury show bag, there's a Coca Cola show bag, there's a Pokemon show bag, there's a back a gun show bag there's a barbie show bag and some of them are like whoa you get three barbies and 28 different outfits or whatever and some of them are like it's the tv week one and you get like a fucking <laughs> a magazine and you get like a better homes and gardens magnet and you might get a signed postcard from someone on home and away who knows it's like it's all shit <laughs> yeah but when you were a kid and when i was a kid before the internet <laughs> the catalog yes would come yes 
like when you booked your tickets for the Easter show, this catalog for showbags would turn up and you would pour over it and circle like, oh, am I going to get that? Because my parents were always like, you can pick one, one show bag. So we would pour over it and be like, oh, do I want that one or do I want that one? And then you get to the show bag hall at the Easter show and it's like, oh, have I made the right choice? Am I sure in my choice? That one looks better. And then you have all the buyer's regret. It's a full journey. It's a full journey. What was your go-to show bag? I always liked something that had a theme like so I once got the photography one because it had oh my like god a, you wanker I'm a, I'm a nerd I'm <laughs> I a nerd. love you I love you so much because if it had a thing oh. in it like this one had like an underwater camera and then it was yeah. like all this stuff for that okay and I was that's, like, that's pretty cool. that's pretty fancy I could get behind that I yeah. feel like that's a smart investment and I feel like that show bag might have been a $30 range probably I mean yeah i you know it's like just owning my privilege my sister once got like a bug explorer like a bug catch one and it had like the bug thing and a magnifying glass and and then they always have lollies in them as well and in our day they used to be like a can of soft drink in like every single one so that was exciting (laughs) or i'd go for like a block lolly one like one that was like an outrageous amount of lollies that you knew you wouldn't be able to do you know what my go-to was trolley best sour worms galore yeah that was my jam Warheads. That was oh. the other one. So I did the opposite Your of you. Your tongue that day must have been like, bye. Yeah, it was peeling. <laughs> Sunburnt tongue. No, my mum would always give me 20 bucks and I felt that value for money for me was getting four show bags worth $5 each. Of course. And I treated the Easter show like Halloween. I went straight candy. I didn't go like the Explorer's kit <laughs> or the Photography 101 bag. <laughs> like, None of that bullshit. Mind you, moved to Australia at 11, went to my first Easter show when I was 14, Yeah, came late to the game. So when you're a teenager, you're all about getting me high on the sugar and totally. let's go ride some roller coasters. I think that was where I put all of my energy. But can we talk about what our DL has said? Like, Absolutely. It is 2022. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Women's Day. What were you thinking putting laundry tablets and laundry sachets in a bag? Like, come on. Now, I have worked in publishing, so I want to try and zoom out of this before we hate all over Women's Day. (laughs) Yep. I imagine when they had the meeting in November last year about the Easter show bag that they were going to pull together that is definitely not top priority in publishing anymore. Maybe it used to be in the 90s, but it would have been like, hey, we got to have that meeting about the Easter show bag and what's going to go in oh yeah okay can it be at three? Oh, can it be 3 30 because i've got something more important yeah that's fine and it would have been moved a few times they sat down around the boardroom and they're like all right what's going in the show bag they're like well obviously the last three issues i think we've got surplus we definitely have surplus Chuck them <laughs> in. um what else have we got who are our sponsors who are our top yep. sponsors in the Sad. magazine Sad. <laughs> fucking omo <laughs> who else spends advertising dollars with us let's give them top billing and i'm sure it was that Unfortunately, no one went, does this look really bad? (laughs) Do you know, it does make me wonder, would there be a men's equivalent show bag? And I wonder if they're getting dishwasher tablets. Are you seriously asking, is there a men's show bag with dishwasher tablets in it? Genuine question. And if there isn't, why isn't there? I mean, of course there isn't because, you know, maybe there is. I don't know. I don't know. What are they getting? Slide on in deals. (laughs) Razors. I mean, I feel like Women's Day should have gone the more beauty angle. Where I'd be stoked with like a lippy or a mascara, a bit of a concealer stick. Yeah, maybe a nail nail polish. polish. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, but for twenty dollars, I'd be pretty pissed off with some dishwasher tablets. I don't even know if it's the price point. It's just the like we are Women's Day. We are for women. What do women like? Important to me. What do women like? Washing the dishes. It's a show bag. It's not a what do you need this week. It's a show bag. It's supposed to be like, this is fun. If anyone at Women's Day thinks that washing the dishes is fun, I've got a bone to pick. So do I. Not okay. So DL, did she say that she bought it or didn't she? No, I think she just saw it and was like, what the fuck? And then got in her car and sent us a message, which I appreciate. (laughs) Yeah, so very much. Well, I hope, DL, that you got yourself something good. Sounds like she got a birdie beetle, which is elite. Very elite. But can I also just point out the fact that even though I've been in ISO the last seven days, guess who got herself a show bag? You got a show bag? I got a show bag. Wait, how? (laughs) So, Simone, who we work with, she went to the Easter show on the weekend. And I've been very grateful delivery drop-offs coming hard and fast from my dear friends who live in the neighborhood. But I think Sim might have trumped them all by dropping me off a Zappo show bag. Yeah, she knows you well. She knows you well. Zappo. Oh, it was my jam. It was all things sour, sweet, chewy. Do you know what else was in there, which is so underrated? Are those sherbet dipper things? Yes, fuck Where you yeah, get like a lollipop those. and you stick it in and you get some sour shit in your tongue and it's <laughs> delicious. Like there is little better in life than that amount of sugar delivered to you in a bag when you're in isolation. And the best bit Gem was... Jem got bags in ISO. I sure did, guys. <laughs> she was racking up during ISO. Yeah, I was snorting that popping candy like yeah. you wouldn't believe. <laughs> White powder going off in her house. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Hubs and I gave our kids diddly squat. We hit that show bag like it was Gollum's ring. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because the kids, they like you said, Revs, the advice was say yes to everything. And we did. But when that show bag arrived at the door, we were like, no, no, no they no, can't have this. Something not has this. to be for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when you tell them it has alcohol in it. Just saying. Uh, Rafa's wisened up. Oh, no. Even when I say something spicy, she'll be like, I love spicy. Yeah. Well, and then tired. and then I go, no, you don't. And then she runs off and she goes, look, I even got my water bottle in case it's too spicy so I can fix the spice. And I'm like, oh, all right, have okay, a bite. Then you need a new one. You need to say, oh, no, if I give you this, the police will take me to jail. Ooh, whoa, <laughs> that's not problematic. Well, if it had gonna... alcohol in it and you gave it to me. <laughs> kids <laughs> it's true that's it's what true. i use when they just won't listen i'm like the police will take me to jail if you don't do what i say and they're like all right sorry sorry <laughs> See, oh my gosh i'm having flashbacks to school so as someone who went to an international school in thailand and then transitioned into school in australia I can't deal with uniforms in Australian schools. And you know how you had to always wear your Panama hat to school or whatever? (laughs) It wasn't a Panama hat, but sure. (laughs) Wasn't it? I'd love it. How cool. How Byron Bay if we had a Panama hat. It was a Panama hat. I swore that's what they were called. Oh, anyway, our school put the fear of death into us if we didn't turn up wearing our Panama hat. Now, upon reflection, I realise it's for protection of the sun purposes, but as a ratbag teenager, I was like, I don't want to wear my hair, it's ruining my hair. But when a cop car would drive past, I would, like, freak out and put my Panama hat Because it was, like, a legal issue. I did. I, I feel stupid admitting this, but I, like, a car went straight on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Straight on. I've got my hat on. Don't arrest me. Like, how absurd. I think it was more of a branding exercise for the school, making sure everyone looked a bit neat. Really? I think so. I don't think it was always for sun protection. Oh, God. We were such rebels. Like, my skirt yeah, we could not have been shorter. Rebels. Choir. Fucking chess team <laughs> rebels. <laughs> well, I, was, I feel like I was quite rebellious in the way I dressed. I always rolled my skirt up, so yeah. it was uber short. Yeah. And I wore the knee-high socks because yeah. I wanted to be, like, clueless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear. Do you remember a, a particular Easter show, Gem? You had a, quite a defining moment. I'm amazed you haven't brought it up yet. Look, I've been parking this one because <laughs> it's somewhat embarrassing. But, hey, we're an open book here. We're all we friends time here. For this. We are. So, DLs, my period, first one ever, <laughs> arrived while I was at the Easter show. <laughs> I was 15 years old. I was with my girlfriends. You know what? It's probably brought on by the show bags. All that sugar and candy. It was like, yeah, we need a release. And we are a doctor, so we do know that. <laughs> we obviously know that. And, uh, yeah, had my first experience of having my period and fast forward to me in a disabled toilet with all of my girlfriends, with them each taking in turns, inserting my tampon for me because I couldn't do it myself. Well, the first time you put a tampon in is very stressful, very hard. I think I went through a whole box before I even got one half in. I really appreciate that. Now, we had a bit of pressure because we're at the Easter show. With boys. We were there with boys. Yes. Yes. So it wasn't like we could just disappear for two hours in the disabled. Well, we could when we did, but <laughs> we wanted to get back to the boys. Yeah, but also, Revs, what you're missing as well is that we didn't have an endless supply of tampons. No. And also, no. we had already spent all of our money on show bags. On show so it wasn't bags. like someone was going to be like, oh, shit, use the last tampon. It's cool. I'll run down the chemist. I'll yeah. pick up some more tampons. <laughs> like, that just wasn't an option. I think we ended up putting a lot of toilet paper in your undies. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Elky. We got one in. Elky. Elky. Yeah, Elks. it was Elky. Elky found the angle. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having one leg up on the top. Thank God for like good friends. <sighs> I had one leg up on the toilet seat and she was like under me on the floor trying to <laughs> wedge this tampon up in me. Oh, it was so painful. We've had some times. <laughs> We've had some times. But, we really you know, have. We got it done. It reminds me of the time when we were on your hen's night in Kosamui. And because I had stayed breastfeeding so I could oh, yeah. feed Isla on that journey, she was one, but um, my milk like came in again when we were away because it was hot and she was feeding more and like, you know, whatever weird hours. But also lag. you were really scared that she was going to dehydrate in Thailand. So yeah. you were overfeeding her. I was feeding her tons. Which fucked with your supply. Pretty much my milk came in again. And then I farmed her out to the mums while we went on our hen's night for you. And it was like 11 p.m. And I was like, guys, guys, my boobs, like they're so full. It's so painful. And I was trying to get a letdown going to just express some off the top so I wasn't in so much pain. And I couldn't do it because I'd had too many drinks and whatever. And um, our girlfriend, Annie, she's like, I'll siphon. And she just got on and got it going. Hang on. It's come again. She just got on. <laughs> Gem knows this story, but she's milking. Did, she's milking did she... it. <laughs> Did she latch? She latched. She got it going. <laughs> and as soon as we got the left one going, the right one followed, as you all know it can. And yeah. uh, it was sweet relief. And she, we were laughing so much because I was the only person with a kid at that point. So the only person who had lactated. And she was like, oh, it's just like rice milk. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet. And we were all laughing. Oh, how we laughed. Oh, how we laughed. And oh, how drunk we were that mm, night. Yes, it was good times. Good times. It was a time. 
It was a time. So, um, can we talk about the rides at the Easter show? Sure. They do not look safe. Now that I am an adult with children, I'm like, no, you stay away from that yeah, temporary nah. structure. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not down for this. I went to no. the circus with my kids because it's school holidays. Yeah. Same Yeah, vibe. they're a bit dodge. Like, this big yeah. top does not feel up to code. No. The structural <laughs> integrity of anything that's put up for such a short temporary period of time you just question it don't you and like no shade on the carnies i'm sure they know exactly what they're doing but to me it was a red flag that the chick who was doing the high wire act was also in the popcorn booth selling popcorn before the show and the guy who was doing the fucking tightrope was also running the swings and it just felt yeah. a little just felt a little bare bones to me yeah yeah low on resources overstretched staff little low rent i'm not sure they're all doing their best work right now yeah. but uh yeah. you know we survived it but yeah those rides i, I don't know it's not for me I, I i think i loved them when i was a kid but i don't want to yeah, put my so kids did i way. i'm gonna find it really hard to let my kids get on the those rides they just don't seem safe they just don't um and the waste just the immense intense waste of that so, whole experience Rebs, when was the last time you went to an easter show it might have been the time we put your tampon in <laughs> it's been a long time I've, it's been a long ass time i have not revisited homebush in a very very long time i wonder does it still hold the same popularity as it did once upon a time i don't know i'm mean, I- think so they keep doing it so let me ask you this considering your kids ages why haven't you taken them to the easter show well yet? actually they are going with their dad oh are they <laughs> yes. for the first time is that their it's, first visit it's their first one my sister took isla when she was really little to like the mini one that's at moore park cute but this is their first time to the easter show but yeah i am not going i still i have a you know i'm not a letter writer I'm not a letter writer. I don't get my back up about it. Well, I do, but I've got a podcast. I don't actually get into (laughs) other forums and have a go um, usually, but I'm considering writing a letter to my kid's school. About what? About the Easter hat parade. Oh, I am dreading this. Like, I feel like I've lived this through you and I am i couldn't agree more. I think you should become a Karen letter writer. We have talked about this before. First of all, one, why is it not done in class? Why yeah. is it a parent's thing? Like, why? Because the only reason that parents like that is if they're that hectic craft mom and they do it. And it's like, there's always one or two that are amazing that someone's planned for a long time. But you know, it's not the kid fucking doing that. So what's that about? Second of all, the waste the incredible waste. Like our school is really progressive with waste. So we have no soft plastics rule. Our canteen is completely plastic free. Every single term there's an initiative or competition about how we can reduce our waste as a community. We go and do beach pickups. Like as a school community, we're very anti-waste and focused on sustainability. And then there's this one day where we literally parade waste around the (laughs) playground and everyone takes photos and claps. And it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, hypocrites. It's hypocritical. I think yeah, it should it be is. an in-class activity and it should be sustainable. So it's like, it shouldn't be landfill from the fucking newsagent. There's little chickens and there's stupid glitter and all the polystyrene eggs that you stick to whatever. It should be all cardboard, all reusable, all recyclable materials. Yeah, I if agree. I think it. make that the challenge. Yeah. And as you said, make it an activity in class. Aren't the teachers craving windows of time to fill oh God, <laughs> with oh God. something? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh God. No, Gemma, stop. We stop. love you, teachers. You do so well. <laughs> you do so well. I take it back. Oh, God, don't slide in. Please don't cancel us. 
I know you said um, that. Wouldn't it be like a great activity to do it in class? I just can you just imagine in the background flustered parents yes. with a fucking hot glue gun yes. trying to deliver this. Ha- I can't imagine it's all rainbows and butterflies where the mum is like, "Hi, sweetie." Should we just slowly glue this ping pong ball to this straw hat? Oh, Revs, sorry. I have to quickly mention this. Yeah. The craft box you gave me. Here we go. So furry pom-poms and furry pipe cleaners. Yep. They don't glue. (laughs) They don't glue. You need to have a hot glue gun. But I'm learning that we just waste a lot of glue. Anyway, back to the Easter hat parade. You do need a glue gun. There's a mum I follow on Instagram. Her name's Laura Byrne. And she shared this whole story series where she like panic bought stuff for her kids at Kmart. Again, all landfill. Yep. And then sat at home and under very stressed time constraints made these Easter hats. And then she showed the actual Easter parade. Now, this is the other thing. Are parents expected to show up to this oh. Easter hat parade? Yeah, you're also expected to show up. And it's at like 10, 10.30. But, 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 but the parents made the hat at home. It's like, I've seen the hat. Look, I think there's a genuine like, oh, aren't you interested in your kid's life at school? No, I'm not. No. <laughs> I don't want to come. <laughs> But if you're the jerk mum who didn't show and your kids are like, where's my mum? Where's my mum? Oh, she's not here. (laughs) There's a lot of pressure, isn't there? A lot of guilt layered on there. And and the worst part is it's just before Easter, like the week before Easter. So you're coming up to that point at work where everyone's got four or five days off or some people are going away. So your deadlines are hot anyway. You've got more work to get done before Easter. You know, it's just like school, people who run schools, let's not call them teachers because they're not. The teachers do the good part. But people who run schools. We love you, teachers. (laughs) People who run schools. Government. Hey, government, make school work for working parents, please, for once. Please. Please make it work for us. Well, what have we solved for our DL? We really went on hard tangents there, didn't we? We've solved a lot of things for Women's Day. (laughs) We've solved a lot of things for the local governments, for our primary schools in New South Wales and abroad. Um, what else have we solved? Not a whole lot, babe, but oh, I'm okay with that. That's okay. Look, it's that's school okay. holidays week. Every parent gets it. We don't have to explain ourselves. It's hard. The kids are at home more. Schedules are colliding spectacularly. But you know what? For a lot of our DLs, I hope you're off enjoying a beautiful holiday somewhere. Yeah, me too. Having a grand old time. i got to say, I, for all the shame, Easter's actually my favourite holiday of the year. What? Yeah, Why? I, well, first of all, chocolate. Second of all, uh, hot cross buns. Elite. The best breakfast you'll ever have i've been eating them since boxing day hate them what do you mean i just hate them you just i hate hot cross buns i don't like fruit in my bread what about the chocolate ones or the apple cinnamon yeah i don't like fruit in my bread we'll come back to this this is a whole topic (laughs) (laughs) hot cross buns chocolate and it comes out of nowhere when you're not really expecting it and you suddenly get four days off it's still nice weather hopefully fingers crossed and uh i'm just a fan of easter big fan of easter always have been much prefer it over christmas you don't have to run around buying gifts for anyone because I don't do like an Easter gift for my kids. They just get chocolate from the Easter bunny. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't have family traditions yeah. around Easter. No. So I find it interesting that I feel like more consumerist traditions are being forged. Aren't they? Like I see. 
a lot of influencers on Instagram spruiking shopping for Easter and then suddenly it's like kid Mecca just buying toys and I'm like, oh, no, it's I didn't not know people thing. bought their kids' toys for Easter. I mean, I did buy some Easter-themed craft because you're a craft I mom needed craft. Yeah, I'm a craft mom. Hashtag, <laughs> I hashtag needed craft it. mom. <laughs> I needed it anyway and I thought, well, I may as well make it themed Easter. But aside from that, no, my kids don't get gifts. They're just going to do a little Easter egg hunt in the yard somewhere and with that's the, the street part. neighbor kids. While we're here, can I just quickly bring up another bugbear? <laughs> Go on, hit me. Hit me with your bugbear. <laughs> if you're going to do Easter bunny prints, footprints in your house yes you know how people do this i did not but thank you for educating me another thing i'm failing at if you've got little ears around quickly put your earbuds in don't want to ruin easter for anyone if you're gonna do easter bunny footprints around your house let's be logical some people get like a um stencil and then they shake flour into the footprint yeah but if the bunny had stepped in flour wouldn't it be flour on the floor and then the print comes into the flower so the footprint is the floor with the flower around it. No, who's to say they haven't got sticky feet and there's where, webs? Where did the flower come from? They're just walking around dusting their feet with flour like they're an Olympic gymnast? Look, the flower needs to fade with every step, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, the yes, white, strong footprint, paw print, whatever, and then it fades. You don't have, like, an empty space with flour around it for each step. No, but that when you just, when you just put, me. like, all the flour spilt and then there's a few footprints in the spill of flour. Because also, why is the flour out? The flour's never <laughs> been on the floor before. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just like whoever so, invented Elf on the Shelf was like, oh, I can also capitalise on Easter. And no. No. I know we said we're about to go, but I do have a question. (laughs) Do your kids wake up on Easter Day? Because I feel like I've got to create some family traditions here because I have none. Yeah. Do your kids wake up on Easter Day like it's Christmas morning where you've pre-hidden eggs and they go for a hunt like straight out in their pyjamas kind of vibes? Yes, that's exactly what happens. Okay, because I've never done this. Yeah, so you do it the night before and then if you want to do any magical like, ooh, the bunny's been here stuff, you do that the night before because they will be up at Sparrows being like, did the bunny come did the bunny come and there has to be a little bit of a like if you're good oh god yeah you got to use that as a bribery tool and milk that for. i mean you should have been using that for at least six weeks by now definitely january that sets up the anticipation of did the bunny come and then it's all done and wrapped by 658 (laughs) (laughs) or in my household 545 and you'll be eating chocolate with your coffee and that's why i love it i love easter chocolate for breakfast with your coffee Look, there's an ease and simplicity about it and low-pressure vibes yeah. about Easter that I can get behind. Yeah, totally. Well, happy Easter, my darling. Happy Easter, Revzy. Happy Easter, DLs. We love Hope you Hope you're all. having a lovely time. We love you all, and we're going to take a little break next week. Yeah. Um, while I continue to recover from COVID and Revs is actually going away on holiday, yeah. which she deserves a bit of a break. I almost don't want to say it because it's still three days and someone in the group could still get COVID, but there is a plan to go away. So hoping to be on that by the time you're listening to this. God, wasn't that a 2020 vibe just then? <laughs> holiday booked, but won't believe it until I'm there with a cocktail in my hand. Until we're I there get it. with everyone in the group. I'm going with my sister and my mum until we're all there. I won't believe it. But fingers crossed, we'll be by the pool. And on that note, DLs, we love you and we'll be back in your ear holes in two weeks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.